0: This podcast is brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate delivers the best in geek and gaming gear. From collectibles, apparel, and tech gadgets to art and other epic gear. It's like having Comic-Con in a box. Loot Crate also features individual subscription boxes for gaming, anime, Marvel, and WWE fans, and plans begin at just $24.99 a month. So head on over to CinemaGeekly.com/slash Loot Crate or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. Hi everybody, this is Bridget Nielsen. This is Jesse Ventura. Hi, this is Loufa Ricknow. Hi, this is Dee
1: Wallace and you're listening to Cinema Geekly.
0: You're listening to Cinema Geekly. You're listening to Cinema Geekly. (laughs) You're (laughs) You're listening to Cinema Geekly. Keep listening, baby. Coming to you in hypersonic ultra-maximum high definition from the depths of the interwebs and straight into your ear holes, it's the Cinema Geekly Podcast. It's time for the Cinema Geekly podcast, episode two hundred and two. It is Anthony Lewis along with Glenn Beauvais. We're back to talk more movie news and reviews. Well, there's again not so much in the news category, um, a couple of trailers and such, but a couple of things to review. Um, do you want let, to? Let's just dive right in and talk about the Suicide Squad trailer because I guess that's the the biggest thing uh, that sort of. Popped up recently, uh, like as we record this, uh, Godzilla vs Kong is out, but neither one of us has seen it. It literally started airing today, so
1: yeah, like four o'clock, I think.
0: Yeah, so we haven't had a chance to to watch it yet, but it's it's on my watch list. Uh, I haven't had a chance to watch uh, Raya. Is I think it's Raya and the Last Dragon. Um, I I just went and got a copy of it because you can get it on the Disney plus access or whatever. And I just need things to watch. So I got it. I just haven't watched it yet. Um, But I have watched a couple of things and uh, we've both watched justice league and we'll talk about that. But uh, first I guess we should talk about suicide squad, which is not the next big thing coming up on HBO max because I think that's the mortal combat movie is the next thing in line um but suicide squad i think is after that i want to say um but yeah this is i think a sequel to the first suicide squad movie uh it feels like a loose sequel though maybe at best um It looks completely different from the first movie uh, in, I don't know, I want to say every way.
1: Yeah, it seems more fun, dark, I would say, just like how brutal it is Mm -hmm. um, with like the blood and stuff, which that's kind of the point of them, right? You kind of got to. Keep it light because half these people are gonna die, you know. (laughs) So it's gonna
0: yeah. There's so many characters. Only only like one or two died in the first movie, right? Um, Slipknot died right away.
1: Yeah, Slipknot died.
0: Somebody Um, else made the fire
1: guy. He died. Yeah, Killer Croc technically died. There's Mm -hmm. there's a
0: few of them. But there's like 12 people in this group, so like a lot of them are gonna go. I'm sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. To me, it it's weird. It definitely seems James Gunn, yes. but it doesn't quite seem Marvel James Gunn. Is that no. ma- if that makes sense?
0: Yeah, it's more like Super James Gunn, I think. Um, yeah, yeah. Some or like, Slither. Slithered. Like you yeah. ever seen that one? Like, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Uh. So untethered I guess is what it seems like which I'm pretty sure this movie's going to be rated R anyway so I mean that makes sense
0: the last trailer was a red band trailer so uh, yeah I'm pretty sure it's going to be rated R the um, he does have a knack James Gunn does apparently for uh, creating uh, like you know lovable angry murder monsters and uh, like, he had Baby Groot, which, you know, looked adorable, but I think Baby Groot killed, like, six people in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume mm-hmm. uh, 2. And uh, this time around, it's his King Shark, which <laughs> is looks a lot like the more recent animated King Shark, kind of like the dad bod shark yeah, with yeah. the shorts, but uh, he's got, like, the little black beady eyes and stuff, and for whatever reason, uh, people just... Uh, one of my favorite comments was uh, I was like a gif of the shark standing there, and people are like, oh, he must be, look at this sweet baby, he must be protected at all costs, and I believe James Gunn quote tweeted that by saying he's gnawing on a human skull. Uh, and people are like, I, st- I stand by what I said. Uh, people already love this king shark, voiced by Sylvester Stallone, <laughs> <laughs> which... I I don't know. What do you think? I feel like, you know what? Not, not bad. Uh, And it's weird because it's sort of, I don't know. There's something about the voice that has this weird tie to Vin Diesel for me. So I just feel like this weird guardian kinship a little bit. And Sylvester Stallone, of course was in guardians uh, volume two, but um, you've got that. You've got uh, this trailer's got all sorts of stuff. It's got, it's got some jokes. It's got John Cena talking about, Eating an entire beach full of dicks for liberty, liberty. Yeah. <laughs> He'd say no problem. Starro. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm trying to think. There's a lot of there's a lot that they show in here, but uh, is Starro like a big kaiju thing? Gigantic thingy? starfish. Yeah. 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 Um, n- not afraid to go big he and is crazy. Part
1: of a race of. Giant starfish that that come from another planet. Yes.
0: <laughs> so James Gunn absolutely not afraid to go crazy mm-hmm. with with this mm-hmm. stuff. Um, is uh is Polkadot Man so gloomy in the comics?
1: No, I mean, Polka Dot Man hasn't been used for like 40 years. It's just—it's a joke. And that might be what part of the reason is, right? He's yeah. Polka Dot Man. I just want to fucking die.
0: Yeah.
1: So, that may be tied
0: to it. Um, It seems like Idris Elba is the one, maybe the one sane person in the entire group.
1: Yeah, he's going to probably be like the straight man for all of this. It yeah. seems to be what... Because, uh, what that is Flag- definitely like the Star yeah. Lord role, right? Like he's kind of the straight man for yeah.
0: I for mean, everything. I mean Rick Flag, who was the straight man last time, is still part of the group, but he seems m- much goofier.
1: Yeah, well, you know, he's you know been working with murderous psychopaths for you know a few years now. I'm sure yeah. they've rubbed off on.
0: Him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. The only I are. Th- is it Rick Flagg and Harley Quinn? Are they the only holdovers?
1: Uh that's what it seems like, yeah.
0: Yeah, every everybody else is everybody mm-hmm. else is new. And apparently, I mean, look, you can tell from the trailer, like, John Cena's performance looks like it's gonna be really funny. Yeah, he seems it he to be like was
1: the thing in the trailer. I'm like, okay, you know what? I think he kind of gets this.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a I think there's a reason mm-hmm. why. All of a sudden, kind of out of the blue, HBO was like, hey, we're going to do a TV show based around his character uh, before the movie even premieres. So clearly they were like in love with the character and the performance to the point where they're like, let's put a TV show behind this guy. And
1: he's got decent re- name recognition sure. at this
0: point. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. I, it just it looks like a lot of fun so i'm in it feels like dc sort of on this uh this redemption path so um you know maybe 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 it'll be really cool i mean i i trust Mm -hmm. in james gunn more than i trust uh in warner brothers to deliver something great i if he got a lot of free reign on this movie and it sort of feels like he did based on the trailer um yeah, he
1: probably was just given like the "you can't kill X, Y, or Z," yeah. you know, kind of deal
0: mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. Yeah. So. Um, and oh, and there is one. Uh, and look, Zack Snyder. Oh,
1: Amanda Waller is also from. Oh yes,
0: of course. <laughs> um, there is one Zack Snyder take note moment in here because uh, I presume Zack. I, I presume uh, James Gunn will not have liberal use of slow motion. But there is one truly tremendous shot of King Shark ripping somebody uh, in Uh, half. Uh, And I'm not talking like torso from like legs. I'm talking like, you know, (laughs) just just sort of like from the top of the head down to the feet in the middle like that. Uh, And apparently they... Apparently apparently he does, uh, or they did use um, visual effects, but also there was like an animatronic dummy or something that literally got ripped apart. Um, mm. to, and that's the kind of stuff that you really love to see, I think. It could have gone yeah, all CGI. Well, you know,
1: you use the real stuff and then you use CGI to touch it up, right? I mean, Absolutely. That's that usually that stuff. looks
0: the best. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, but yeah, it looks like a ton of fun. I'm actually really looking forward to seeing it. So, um, Everybody who's really enjoying this uh, HBO Max run of movies so far, uh, also a piece of news uh, that ends, I believe, next year. They said that they are not going to be doing uh, theater and HBO Max releases on the same day, but they did, I do believe they did clarify that theatrical uh-huh. runs are going to be only, f- what was it, 40 days, 45 days? Yeah, 45 day exclusive. And then they will appear on HBO Max, which... Um, which, I mean, makes sense,
1: even for, bad. like, the super big box office, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know one thing we talked about, like, when Endgame came out. Yeah, I made a shitload of money, but... All in those first few weeks. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of the thing, the way the model is now anyways. it's You, you gotta make your money the first two weekends, and mm-hmm. after that, it's kind of a shot in the dark, so... Yeah. Um, it makes sense that you're just gonna get it straight to to home release while it's on fresh on everybody's mind right so Mm -hmm. I could see a way of them thinking that the people who won't go to theaters they could get them as subscribers so makes sense nope I think it's a smart move Uh, anything else come out before and you're not being greedy like Disney is with their bullshit (laughs) yes
0: (laughs) I paid $30 Glenn for Raya and the last dragon and I don't even know Mm -hmm. if it's going to be $30 worth uh, out of that movie but uh, I'll find out soon enough when I watch it um, Any Anything else to talk about before we jump into the reviews? Um, no, because the only other
1: things I've really done would be somewhat reviews mm-hmm. um, I mean, I did mention to you like the animated long Halloween, but that's not like a, mm-hmm. a big, big thing, that's more for just people who enjoy that story and hope that the animation department doesn't butcher this one yeah. Um usually they're pretty good. So they have a good track uh, record by yeah, yeah. They they usually do a pretty good job, but sometimes mm-hmm. they, they go off
0: the rocker a bit. So <laughs> yes. Um okay, well let's uh before we start talking about Justice League, because we watched that uh mm-hmm. we both watched that. I watched uh the Russo Brothers movie with Tom Holland. Called Cherry, which is on. It did get a theatrical release, but it was also on Apple TV Plus. Um, I'm one of the, I believe, 10 subscribers in the world who has that. Uh, I don't know any. I honestly don't know anybody who has Apple TV Plus um, unless you got it recently, Glenn. As far as I know, I'm the only one who has it of the people I know. So uh,
1: I, I know maybe a couple. Others just because mm-hmm. they have an Apple TV, but that's Ah yeah, you no, know, that's uh, you're yeah, you're like the only one I actually talk to on a regular basis that I know
0: that has it. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I got it free for a year, so I've just been I've just been you know going through the why not uh, and and checking it out. So uh, this is the first thing the Rooster brothers have done since all of their Avengers stuff, and they went for a much smaller movie. Uh, it is largely a movie about, I would say in general, it, it's kind of about the opioid crisis a little bit. Um, Tom Holland plays a bit of a wild child who, uh, sort of on a, I guess, sort of on a whim, like he gets, uh, he meets this girl and he falls for her but I guess he gets kind of jealous or something maybe of her and sort of like on a whim decides to join the military and, um, they sort of like reconcile and she doesn't want him to go, but now he doesn't have a choice. He's going to get deployed. Um, all of that stuff. Uh, they decide to get married and then he gets deployed to, I think Iraq where he gets fucked up. Like he ends up with PTSD, um, and things like that. And he comes home and he doesn't receive proper care. And uh, he tries to self medicate. Uh, and eventually he does seek help, but ends up getting addicted mm-hmm. to like painkillers. And then eventually that's not enough. And he starts taking heroin. And his problem gets really bad uh, to the point where he just, you know, needs it to maintain uh not even to get high so he hits that stage and he starts robbing banks in order to afford the drugs and his wife has such a hard time trying to like keep him above water that eventually um like in a fit of uh frustration i guess she starts using the drugs too, and then they both are addicted at one point. And uh, the story basically follows this path for them until she almost dies from an overdose, and he sort of hits a breaking point with his drug abuse. Like at the uh, like by the time everything uh, kind of comes to a head in that movie, uh, like he has like a snap realization. I think I think it's either before or after a bank robbery, and no, it's it's definitely after because he asks um, the bank teller to like push the push the alarm or whatever, and then he goes and shoots up one more time outside of the bank, and then just waits for the police to arrive, and then it's sort of like a, you know, it's like a sort of like a montage of him like, detoxing in prison and going to therapy and, um, you know, getting better. If you've ever wanted to see what Tom Holland looks like, slightly aged and with a mustache, this is the movie for you. It's a weird look. Um But he gets out of prison, like, clean and sober, and his wife is still there waiting for him. So... Like the they get better by the end, but the it's um, I liked the movie. I gave it three and a half, which I think is more than most. I think most people uh, like on Letterboxd and stuff. It looked like most people were giving it a three out of five. Um, But I gave I I don't know. I gave it that little extra half. Uh, It did feel long in places. But I watched it after watching Justice League, and everything feels short after watching that movie. So uh, it, the length didn't really bother me as much. I'm sure it probably could have done with some editing down, but I thought the performances were good. And I don't know. I, I know this is, I believe this is based off of a book as well. So you've always got the people who thought the book was better or whatever than what the movie provided. But. Um I don't know. I I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. I continue to be pretty impressed by Tom Holland. I think he's really talented. I thought the movie was was pretty good and I definitely recommend it, especially if you want to see him doing something um out of the ordinary. Um cuz this al- this also isn't like his performance in the Netflix film either. Um it's it's also quite different from that. Um So yeah, I, th- I think if you want to to just see uh, like some of his range. I, I thought he was excellent in that movie. So I would recommend it. Uh, anything you've been watching Glenn before we, I know you said WandaVision. I'm curious to know what you thought about that. Uh, we have a whole podcast about it on Cinema Geekly where we talked about every episode, but uh, I'm curious to know what you thought about it.
1: Um, <clears throat> let me see. <laughs> How do I put
0: this? are you in the minority on?
1: uh... I think as look that ending just really bothered me Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean I really was hoping that they were going to do something of like oh if Agatha's behind this okay then she's the one that's actually torturing the people Um, no it's just Scarlet Witch who should be in jail Um, so uh, i don't know i mean like i think as a conceit uh i like the idea of how they did the show mm-hmm. like the framing and everything of it um but as a i think in and of itself it was fine but to me i would say like in the context of the grand scheme of <laughs> the mcu i i was like i i didn't really care for it in that way mm-hmm um, but there are plenty of things I liked. Um, but it it was just uh, yeah. Like I said, if if I'm thinking as a continuation of that story, mm-hmm. I definitely got bored at times. But I think in and of itself, it was okay.
0: Yeah, I think it just depends on like the the mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, like what like the things that drive you and intrigue. I I was definitely one of those people that like. By the fourth episode, I was staring at everything, trying to figure out what things might piece themselves together to other things. Like those things, those elements really work on me. So I ended up really loving the show. I mean, look, there's really no, like, I I sort of accept the general comic book logic of that. She did all of this shit and then just walked away. Uh, (laughs) Like really, she should be in prison uh for what she did. But I, I don't know, I tend to look at it with some of that like Superman logic of like, what kind of prison are they gonna make that can hold this person? Uh they probably can't uh make one. It's it's weird superhero logic for sure. Um well oh, I just mean more in the sense of
1: like all the other like outside of the townsfolk who were affected by it, everyone's kinda like, Yeah I get what you did.
0: <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> oh okay we've been we've been sad before you know uh i mean like to 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 a degree like you can understand some of it like if you had the power to bring back somebody
1: no no i i can understand it it doesn't mean that it should just be forgiven by (laughs) society
0: oh yes no absolutely
1: Uh, um And maybe I'm not saying like yeah sure she would have you know like you said what what could you really do I'm like Mm -hmm. I don't know they seemed pretty good about having her captured under in an underwater facility until Captain America broke it I mean seemed like that was kind of an old I mean they seemed to
0: know how to somewhat contain her Mm -hmm. um so well and this this episode or these series of episodes I think were also about how. She had untapped ability that she didn't know she had that only really came out when, like, she was under a lot of stress and grief. Uh, well, I mean, now everybody's fucked because she's got, um, she's got, like, the, essentially, like, the like the magic education book that she took uh, from... Uh, Agatha Harkness and now she's learning all of the stuff that she can do so now they probably couldn't do anything to her but before yeah uh, I think she thought her powers were limited but they're, there's a far higher cap on them than she knew um, a lot of the things I took from that show were uh, uh, Elizabeth Olsen one of, the, one of the weirdest things I thought was uh, I used to think in that Godzilla movie that Brian Cranston was the only one wasted but now clearly Elizabeth Olsen was also wasted in that movie because I think she's yeah, really yeah. good.
1: Yeah, I mean like I was thinking like I could see as an actor this would be a really fun thing to sign up on because you get to really stretch your muscles in a lot of different ways. Oh, yeah,
0: tons, yeah. Um,
1: It definitely seemed like a playground in that regard. Paul Bettany Um, in the the
0: behind-the-scenes, Paul Bettany was like, oh, man, I was born too late. He's like, I would have loved to do shows like this all the time. Um, So, yeah, I I feel like – you know, we're only like a couple of episodes into The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but my only real hopes for that show are that uh, they can do the character work that they did for one, because she feels like a much more fleshed out character now. I know a whole lot more about her before she was. Yeah, just I mean, the goals
1: that they characters. had going into it, I would say yeah. they accomplished. Like, yes. I'm not
0: arguing that I'm mm-hmm. just.
1: I don't know, it would have been nice to, you know, if we're really going to, we had a whole Civil War movie just because people were talking about this very thing um, mm-hmm. and how it was inadvertent damage. Now this was completely deliberate, um, yeah. intentional, you know, like uh, uh, manipulation of
0: others. So
1: yeah. it just, I just
0: thought that was odd to me. Mm-hmm. Um. Any, anything else uh, about the show or anything else that you've watched before we we jump into the Snyder cut, although they are not I, calling it that.
1: I don't know if I talked about it last time, but the trailer for Willie's Wonderland, the Nick Cage mm-hmm. <laughs> fights Chuck E. Cheese monsters. I don't know if I actually, I don't know if we talked about the movie, but I have seen it since then. Yeah. And it's pretty terrible
0: <laughs> I mean expected though right I'm okay so uh, yeah I mean look, look what kind I of loved terrible just
1: because I love Nick Cage yeah. right so um, there, there's there's that with it but it, it is boring because the oh. kills are like the same thing over like I felt like they could have had more fun with it mm-hmm. and it definitely is very cheaply made mm. um Like I said, there's, there's like a couple, there's maybe out of all of them, maybe like two decent, like fun ways that they have a fight scene. You know, if you're going to be in a Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, But other than that, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's
0: terrible. It is really bad. They made a live action Five Nights at Freddy's movie, essentially.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I guess there's another one out there that is a bit better, Um, but Again, I I enjoyed it because I I love Nick Cage, so I I don't really care if he just beats up all these monsters easily without breaking a sweat. Yeah. Um, so that's fine. And then the movie ending with him running off to the song "Free Bird." So like for me, I'm I'm in on that. So.
0: I mean, did we get, like, how much of Freebird did we get? Did we get, like, all of Freebird? Oh, I mean, like, we got a, almost all of Freebird. Oh, my God. That's awesome. <laughs> um, That's probably what they spent most of the money on, was just getting the rights <laughs> to that the song. Uh, we want to play almost all of the whole... We, we want to play like, almost the whole song, yeah.
1: Because, like, the, uh, the set, like, the main set, right, of mm-hmm. the Chuck E. Cheese... so when you first walk in it's like immediately the showroom with the animatronics but it like it literally just looks like a row of Picnic tables with yeah. a cover on it, and then there's like some half-assed made ball pit next to it. Wow! So like, there's no arcade games, nothing. I mean, it literally just looked like they use like the corner space of a warehouse as their sound stage. <laughs> and then there is like an arcade, but there's like six games in it, and it's like mm-hmm. down this long a hallway to get there. And then yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's a, uh, it's a be again it. I, th- I mean it, it actually like it's very cheap it's it's awful in that regard so for me i like i loved it because it was just bad but there is like a, a there is a way where this movie actually would have been a whole lot of fun if they just took the care and time into like the production design of it not just mm-hmm. happily slapped it together hastily and stuff like it would have just it I think that would have just actually made this like somewhat of a cult movie versus just like,
0: it's just a bad move with Nick Cage in it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh man. So what would you give it after all of that then? Ultimately, would you say disappointing? Uh, like not a great bad movie, just a bad movie or?
1: Yeah, probably. I mean, look, I enjoyed it like just because again, it's Nick Cage killing stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, But it's, I mean, it's probably like a two, like I'm never going to watch it again. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah, like a two, two, two and a half ish, maybe. Oh, that's
0: that's a little disappointing. Yeah. Um. Okay, so let's talk about Zack Snyder's Justice League, which uh, we reviewed on this podcast. Uh, seems like ages ago. We reviewed the uh, partially Zack Snyder, but ultimately Joss Whedon's Justice League movie, and uh, I believe. I can't remember what you thought of it at the time. I remember exactly what I thought, which was, I thought it was okay. Uh, I think I gave it like a three, which I think was actually high praise. Uh, I think most people really disliked it, but I mean, it it had come after Batman V Superman and it had come after suicide squad. And I didn't think, I didn't think the theatrical justice league movie was anywhere near as bad as those movies were. Um, I didn't think it was, like, really good or anything, but I thought it was fine. Um, Do you remember your thoughts on the theatrical Justice League? Yeah,
1: I mean, basically the same thing. I think, like, the one thing we always kept saying was, you could just tell that two people directed bits and pieces of this movie. Like, the tone was all over the place. Mm Mm-hmm. So, and just how distracting it was with Henry Cavill's CGI face.
0: Yeah. And then obviously people started begging for the the Snyder cut of this movie, which quite frankly, uh I mean it depends it's on who you obnoxious. are. <laughs> well, I mean <laughs> I don't want to put uh like not all of these like Snyder cut people are a monolith. Some of them Um, Just wanted to see Zack Snyder's vision, but there are definitely some people out there who are a little further down the conspiracy theory rabbit hole who knew that there was like a cut of this movie that already existed that was just sitting on a shelf. Waiting to be released, and Warner Brothers just wasn't going to do it because yeah, it
1: became the QAnon of movies.
0: Yeah, because I don't I don't know what the story was, Glenn. Maybe maybe they thought like Batman v Superman was was genius, and WB just didn't. They caved to the pressure of the critics, and they just wanted to get rid of Zack Snyder, and he had a genius Justice League waiting around, and they just they ditched it. And they refused. Well, to ever I mean, show they
1: definitely it. caved, but I wouldn't say it's yes. they couldn't appreciate Zack Snyder's genius. They yeah. they just caved.
0: Well, ultimately, um, uh, ultimately, the thing that we got here, like this, was not sitting on a shelf waiting. They spent seventy million dollars on this. Um, this was not sitting on a shelf somewhere. This would not have been in theaters uh, had. Zack Snyder remained on board this version of the movie. This would not have been in theaters. There would have been a version of this movie, but it would not have been this four hour movie. Um, I mean, you could have basically,
1: I mean, I guess we can just get into it. I mean, mm-hmm. to me, I feel like you could have had this movie in if you literally just cut out all of the epilogue. Cause you cut out the yeah. epilogue. It's like, It's like, what, three hours and 20 minutes? I mean, that's a long movie. I'm not saying it isn't Mm -hmm. long. Yeah. But even if you just strictly cut that out, I mean, it's not too much longer than, like, Endgame, you know? And and then then there
0: are some further cuts that could be made to this movie that in no way would affect the story at all but this like was uh, manhunter stuff.
1: Yeah. <laughs> or it's a 10 second scene.
0: Or, uh, <laughs> the Scandinavian women sniffing Jason Momoa's shirt and singing songs to him. <laughs> yeah. Like we could have gotten rid of that or, or we could have gotten rid of the sl- Zack Snyder. We could have gotten rid of the slow motion CGI generated sesame seed falling, uh, <laughs> Like we could have there are things that we could have removed to to shave some time off of the running time. But mm-hmm. essentially what they gave us was largely kind of a fully complete assembly cut, more or less. Yeah, like yeah. this is what movies would look like if they didn't edit anything. Yeah, and, if
1: directors had final cut, this is what everything would be like. Yeah, they'd
0: all be like four hour movies. And honestly, Yes, this could do with a shorter runtime and double, honestly, I think if they weren't going to cut every, if they weren't going to cut anything down, I think this would have been better served uh, as one of the original plans was to like release this as a miniseries, maybe one week and then another week and then another week. I think it would have been even better digested that way. However, I did sit down and watch this thing from front to back, like four hours straight. And I watched it at night. Which was yeah, me
1: too. I did the same thing.
0: A bad idea. Like I should not have started this movie at like nine o'clock p.m. Uh, I did like the same thing. Yeah, because it just ran uh, for four straight hours, and I but I watched the whole thing um, from start to finish, and it's uh, and you know I should also caveat that with this going into this, I expected to not like this at all. I did not like. I barely enjoyed Man of Steel, um, which I know I was in the minority because a lot of people didn't like Man of Steel, but I hated Batman v Superman. Um, I didn't think that was good at all. And I just was ready to hate the Zack Snyder cut, but I didn't. It was way better than the theatrical version as far as I'm concerned. Um, Everything makes a lot more sense. Uh, Things are to a degree things are explained a little too much, but we definitely get to know way more about care. Like they do way more for the flash, even though I still don't like Ezra Miller's flash. Um, But they did way more for him in this movie. He's a better character. They did. I don't know
1: why they cut the best
0: scene which was the, um, the 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 slow
1: motion saving Iris West and hot dogs like that was <laughs> like I don't <laughs> why do they cut that in uh, the end I mean that ending is a gazillion times better than... oh yeah
0: um, the uh, everything with Superman oh. is way better uh, yeah. for how they handled it uh, don't even know where to begin talking about cyborg Uh, is so like he has a character and it's a gigantic part of the movie. It seems almost impossible to believe anything other than he was removed for the reasons he claimed that somebody had a vendetta against him or didn't like him or something because I can't imagine cutting that much of a character out of a movie uh, because he's basically he's what Zack Snyder said. He's the heart of the movie. Um, even, uh, even not dark side, um, Steppenwolf, even he gets like a lot more, maybe too much. I think he's probably given a little too much, but that was the stuff that felt the most self indulgent. Yeah.
1: But, but, but then you him out. some of that out. And I, his, but his character became much more interesting. Mm hmm. Of just trying to fall into the good graces like that's much better than just like another planet to conquer <laughs> yeah
0: no absolutely uh anyway i don't know um i'm, I'm curious to hear your thoughts because you're way more of a dc person than i am uh i really want to know what you thought
1: i mean i was same as you uh we saw that first trailer and you were like, wow, this looks really good. And we both like, yeah, I thought it looked pretty good. And then the second one came out and I'm kind of like, okay, this seems like this is going to be pretty. I think this might not be good. <laughs> and, um, so I wasn't expecting it to be good. And you said it was pretty good. I'm kind of like, okay, well then, you know, maybe it's a little bit, maybe it's not as dark. And I was like the problem with Batman. It was just everything was so doom and gloom. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, um, And it was also pretty stupid. Uh, And then my friend Kobe said he liked it. And he I'm not going to bash him, but I I don't usually take his opinion on stuff for movies. (laughs) Um, So it's kind of like, okay, so so it might be somewhere between. Um, So, you know, I, I watched it and I was very distracted at first because I'm like trying to remember the movie and like where things fell into place. So that kind of was like my mindset the first hour, but really I'm just kind of like, this is much like, I mean, even like right off the bat with Batman's or not Batman, Superman's death blows. Right. Uh, I'm just like, well, this makes way more sense already. Like immediately it's just like, this actually explains more as far as the mother boxes. Like this is a much better setup, um, for everything to come. So, so, in that regard, and I I liked it. I thought it was much better. It wasn't amazing, but, you know, it's by far an improvement, right? Uh, absolutely. I think so. <laughs> so, yeah, I I guess more my thing is, like, I'm watching it, right? Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm really curious as to why Joss Whedon, besides just pure ego, I would say, mm-hmm. would even think to Cut some of this stuff, yeah. Um, because even like again, like the flash scene Mm -hmm. seems like something kind of right up his alley, right? Yes, um, a dramatic thing, but definitely underline, but but cutting the tension a little bit with some humor. Mm -hmm. Like, that was to me, the like, I was kind of surprised Zack Snyder had something like that in him, to be honest, Um, Mm -hmm. yeah.
0: So in a lot was, of ways, in a, there were definitely moments in this movie where I'm like, "This is a Zack Snyder movie." Like yeah, I was yeah. definitely surprised in a good way. Um, f- sometimes I don't know, Glenn. With my feeling is, and look, I know it's easy to right now. It's it's fun to bash yeah. on Joss Whedon. Uh, so I get that. I'm when it comes to this movie though, that was made several years ago. I'm not going to just take that road. I have a feeling because obviously this is the Avengers for, uh, for DC. This is a big movie. And when things happened the way they happened, they brought in Joss, but I also feel like there's probably a ton of studio like notes and like, well, I mean, you can say what you want to say about Joss Whedon, but we all watched that first Avengers movie and I I like I know the second Avengers movie isn't as good as the first, but it's not a horrible movie. Um, it might be a little bloated, but it's certainly not a horrible movie. Um, like some of the choices that were made in there, I just can't imagine he saw. Like I can't imagine those were his choices. Some of those, you know, like some of the jokey shit that they. Did, some of the jokes just were really bad. Like not. Yeah, good and at this all.
1: is among the. Uh the regime change too so i mean Mm -hmm. there's a lot that is happening during the production of this movie so yeah like you said just too too many chefs in the kitchen Mm -hmm. um you got a new regime coming in that's trying to shake things up you know what happened with zach's family happened with zach's family hey you know what let's take this time as an opportunity to maybe try and reset this universe a little bit um, and it just blew up in their face and failed horribly. I mean, yeah. I think that's just kind of how it went down. I mean, mm-hmm. like you said, not, not just to be the one to bash on Joss because, look, I mean, I, I love a lot of his stuff. Yep. Um, And he got hired to do a thing of what he does. So he just did what he does. It's just... If you're <laughs> not going to start... I mean, I know they did a ton of reshoots whenever he stepped in, but mm-hmm. it's just... I I don't know. I just, to me, I can't imagine you as, as a company feeling afraid of taking this loss and then just hemorrhaging it even more. Yep. Um, so I just, quite frankly, a lot
0: of the choices were baffling.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. And so that's just more of like, I'm just more confused as to, Mm -hmm. I mean, I know, the only thing they reshot was the desert scene, right? That was the only thing they reshot for this. I think that's what he said. They only re- did one scene, and I'm pretty sure it's the ending of the the epilogue stuff. Yeah, the, the thing
0: with – uh, and largely the thing with Joker, uh, which um, – like, that was new footage that yeah. wasn't, e- yeah, wasn't even – Yeah, the Joker
1: new. and Martian Manhunter at the end talking to Bruce. I think those were, like, the things that were re-shot. Yeah. That was it.
0: Um, and they weren't even together, Uh, Jared Leto and uh, Ben Affleck. They were, you know, shot, reverse shot. Um, So they weren't even together when they filmed uh, when they filmed those scenes. Um, So, yeah, it's amazing to me that they had some of this footage, Uh, especially the cyborg stuff, because like he's actually a character Uh, and there's. And a good one too. Like he was nothing in the theatrical Justice League movie. He was just oh yeah, there. all the
1: stuff in his head, like that yeah. was good. It was yeah. a good, uh, like exposition and mm-hmm. setting up stuff. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. They did. They just did a, a ton more. Yeah. There's some bizarre stuff in here that was left in that totally feels like assembly cut stuff, like Alfred uh chastising wonder woman on how to properly make tea like it it's cute but like those are things that normally wouldn't survive editing rooms before making it out onto the onto the big screen um but they basically gave everybody who was in this movie who got nothing prior to this they basically gave them a lot more in this movie um Batman still kind of feels like the most useless person in this whole group yeah I mean I guess they do a better job of him
1: being the one taking out the perimeter like okay at least because that was the problem with the Just League movie right is he flies in and they're all fighting Mm -hmm. and he's just got a gun in the corner and I don't even think he takes a shot so it's just like what's yeah why is he here so at least in this one they kind of gave him something to do you Mm -hmm. know he is the one who kind of helps flash you know so again I think it yeah yeah i mean it's
0: just it doesn't make any sense when you put him in this stuff because yeah he's useless but everything kind of everything kind of felt improved that big battle uh like the the flashback battle uh with like the you know with all the gods and the lanterns and you know shit like that like that was all i think some of that was in the theatrical cut
1: yeah yeah it's just stefan wolf in his place yeah um, I think the only thing is like actually seeing David Theus's face. I don't. Mm-hmm. I know they show him as Ares, but I don't think it's as extensive. Yeah. Um, because I, if I remember, it's just Zeus like shoots him with the lightning, and they just kind of slowly push back Stephen Wolf's forces. I don't think it's necessarily like mortally wounded kind of thing.
0: Yeah. There, there's a lot more to that. There's a lot Ooh. more to the. Um, battle with the Amazons. They're, yeah, everything is kind of extended out. Um, ultimately, but the, the, the better, Amazon
1: battle was pretty good. Yep. I actually like that extended version of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. So it, uh, obviously, I think we'll, we will have bumped our score up from the whatever we originally gave uh, the Justice League movie. So I'm I'm curious to know what you would. What you would give Zack Snyder's Justice League, Glenn? i give it, like, a four. Mm-hmm. Um, I came close to that.
1: Yeah, like, I think it's pretty good... Um, the running time didn't bother me because I like the fact that they did do the chapter break. So, like, mm. I watched this straight through all the way, right? Yeah. And then, because I, I told Robbie, like, you have no interest in seeing this, right? And she's like, mm. no, I don't care. Yeah. And then she kept having more people tell her, like, oh, yeah, Bob, watch. She's like, well, do you want – can I watch him? like, yeah, I mean, I guess I can watch it again because now I could just, like – pay attention to other stuff you know like really yep examine it more mm-hmm. so i kind of watched like one and a half times and for her she just watched like an hour every night yeah. for you know four days or whatever that's kind of how she did it so mm-hmm. it w- it does work in that and then it ended and she was like so when's the other one i'm like there this is it she's like what i'm like yeah she's like but didn't you say this is much better i'm like it is much better it's so bizarre uh, but, honestly but also you could see where this might have just been a one shot because that whole desert dream sequence mm-hmm. premonition uh man i'm glad we are not going to see that movie because that just the more and more we see of that the less interesting nightmare am. for everybody yeah um, also, if you're going to start off with thinking Superman's bad at the beginning, you can't just be like automatic third movie in is like, oh, "All right, Superman's back to he's actually bad this time." Like, yes, I don't, don't quite understand that.
0: But yeah, away. I mean they they set up a bunch of movies that we're never going to see. Um, you know, like I get it. I get like the weirdness of like, how could this be better? How could this drive so much interest? And then they're not going to build upon it. And the answer is because they've really just... I mean, maybe they'll
1: go back to it at some point. I mean, this only came out because of the pandemic. I mean, come on. That's the only reason why this exists. It's, well, fuck, we can't shoot anything new right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hey, you know what? People keep clamoring about it. It'll probably work if we put on HBO Max. Let's do this.
0: I mean, I I think it originally started as like a way to push subscribers to the platform. But then, ultimately, I don't think... Uh, I don't think they cared if this did well because then, because things, uh, because of things that happened later, because of the pandemic, they started getting subscribers pushed to the platform anyway. When they announced, "Hey, our whole theatrical slate for this year is going to be on HBO Max on the day of release." like same as theaters like that pushed a bunch of people to subscribe anyway because it's like yeah, you get to watch tom and jerry uh,
1: and <laughs> on hbo max as your february movie <laughs> yeah uh but i mean fuck like number one movie and gross for 2021 just remember that oh my god yeah well i mean it's gonna be unseated by king kong yeah. godzilla just because it's the widest release so far during mm-hmm. the pandemic and it's yep. already made a shitload of money in china
0: yep yep so expected
1: um I had a good run tom and jerry but <laughs> have not seen we, it glenn we had to uh, have we got two other titans within yes. pop culture that gotta duke it out now <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> I really wasn't thinking of it in those terms, but uh yeah, that's the the box office battle. That's already been settled, unfortunately, for Tom and Jerry. But oh, look, maybe maybe I'll go back to watching that one if maybe by the end of the year I don't have enough films to to flesh out my yeah. Because that five. did look yeah, awful. It looked horrible. It's like awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe I'll go back to it if if I'm bored by the end of the year we'll see.
1: Yeah, I mean um, I can't imma- I mean I know it's not on HBO Max now but no. I, I,
0: it's going to go back on some platform pretty quick. <laughs> I, can't, I can't imagine it won't be back on there very soon. Uh so um okay, all right everybody. So that's uh that's the podcast uh for now. Oh, you know what? I didn't I didn't say what I gave Zack Snyder's Justice League. I went 3 and 3 quarters. Uh I toyed with giving it a 4. Uh ultimately I think it's my third favorite. DCEU movie, I, I've put it behind Aquaman uh, and also behind the first Wonder Woman, which is number one. Um, but, you know, it's a it's a it's top three, I guess. So uh, but that's not really saying that's not really saying much uh, for the for the slate of movies, although with uh, with Suicide Squad coming out, I don't know. I've got a lot of I got a lot of pre-built goodwill for James Gunn. So I'm hoping that will be excellent, and perhaps it will. Uh, in the meantime, everybody, you can head on over to CinemaGeekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show. And, of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just search for Cinema Geekly and hit subscribe. Uh, that way you can come back next time to hear us talk about more movie news and reviews. Uh, also, Probably I don't know. Uh, I've been told I should mention this on every podcast going forward, but it, it might just be here and there or when I remember to do it. Uh, but, uh, we've also opened uh, a Patreon, patreon.com slash cinema geekly. Uh, if you feel inclined to support, you may do so there. Um, But yeah, go ahead uh, to any of those podcasting platforms and hit subscribe, and uh, that way you can come back next time to hear us talk about more movie news and reviews on another episode of the Cinema Geekly Podcast.